Not much to be thankful for. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Thanksgiving Week Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, If Animals Gave Thanks, by Anne Whitford Paul. Pictures by David Walker. Published by Far Strauss and Garot. We're celebrating Thanksgiving all week by reviewing only Thanksgiving books. And just a quick reminder, we're going to be off for Thursday. We reviewed another book of Anne and David's called If Animals Kissed Goodnight on episode 106. Yeah, I thought that one was okay, so I'm not expecting this one to blow me away either. If Animals Gave Thanks asks that very question throughout the book and then discusses what each woodland animal's actions would be. But what exactly are these animals giving thanks for? Nature's bounty? Or that they survived another year without being shot by a hunter? Well, forget saying please, we're only saying thanks. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open with this odd inquiry by Anne. Quote, if animals gave thanks when temperatures fell, rabbit would rumble a thank you purr for the spring in his hop and the thick of his fur. End quote. Why are animals, or this rabbit in particular, giving thanks that it's cold? Did this rabbit get a little stuffy in his fur? Boy, it is hot out. And he's happy for that breeze to come cool him off? Whoo, buddy. But still, giving thanks to the cold seems a bit off. I thought this book would actually be honest about giving thanks and tell us the animals were giving thanks to the Lord and their fellow animals. And they're giving this thanks for how bountiful nature has been. Hence, Thanksgiving. But apparently not. We see a squirrel squeaking in a tree, and then we see a bear doing the downward dog. And there's another rabbit poking its head out from behind the bear ass. Not bear ass. Bear's ass. Actually, it's both. Killing two birds with one ass. Anne continues to rave about the cold weather, showing a crow doing some tumbling, flipping out for a strong north wind. It's almost as if Anne wants these animals to give thanks to their demise. The winter is coming, and you animals should be happy. You may freeze to death or die of starvation. She sounds like a politician. Hey, we fucked you over these past couple of years, taking away your rights and money. But you should be happy about it. And best be sure, more of that shit's coming. Yeah, Anne is completely missing the mark here. I thought this was actually going to be about Thanksgiving. But nope, she wants them to be thankful for hell. She should rename this too. If animals were the book of Job. She continues to list off animals giving thanks to the cold, but she always seems to check back in on the bear. You know, I only know of one type of animal that's this thankful for the cold weather, and that's bears fans. These animals certainly seem to be fans of this bear, but I'm talking about the Chicago bears. I just love this cold bears weather. Now the bears need to get back to grinding it out on the ground in the T-formation, like the good old days. 
with Ditka. This is their year. They've got a team. They're just a couple of wins away from the Super Bowl. Justin Fields might be the best running quarterback of all time. He's got more rushing yards in his whole career than Tom Brady. Anyway, Anne decides this cold weather isn't miserable enough. Quote, Skunk would hiss, hiss for her stinky spray. End quote. And David depicts her with her tail up, squirting all over a fox. It's been a while since we've seen something this graphic in a book. That fox is going to need more than a shower to get that stank off. Now we learn that Anne doesn't believe all animals are created equal. After Bear catches a fish, quote, Then he'd grill that fish and busily bake berry pies and a honey cake. End quote. Getting past the Anne not wanting us to feel bad for a fish's death thing. Because let's be honest, what the hell do I care? What's perplexing is, this whole time we've been watching animals do animal things, and now all of a sudden, Bear turns into a suburban mom. Grilling and baking cakes. Not exactly what I was expecting. It turns out everything Bear gathered throughout the book, he used to make something with. And now we get to something I can't wrap my head around. This is the second time we've seen this in a book. Bear makes all the animals a spot of tea out of the clovers he collected. Who's having tea on Thanksgiving? I want to know. Really? That's a tradition nowhere. Finally, Anne wraps it up on all the animals gathering around a table. Apparently, Bear is a craftsman, too. Maybe one of those DIYer influencers who tries to brag about how easy home projects are. Hey, guys, you want to see a super easy way to make a swanky armoire? I got this Ikea dresser, a cardboard box from FedEx, and some painter's putty. And in just three easy steps, it came out looking like this. And then when you try it, Looks like an elephant tried to make love to a bookcase. It's not pretty. But back to this grand meal. I would hate to be there for the conversations around that table. What stinks? I caused skunk to squirt. I don't want to talk about it. It's too bad fish can't join us. You're eating him. Oh! Couldn't you have let us dine in your cave, bear? I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah, are we not good enough? Well, if you have to know, yes. And after the incident with the rabbits in my room, I decided nobody is welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks a lot. Now we're eating outside like a bunch of animals. In the end, the animals do give thanks for what they've been given. And we can see them lounging all over each other, like your in-laws napping after the big meal to a very bad football game. I will say this rings hollow, because Nancy doesn't specify who these animals are giving thanks to, which the correct answer would be the Lord. What is Anne's lesson then, or message for the book? It's pretty in our faces that she believes humans are just like any other animal. Well, not like fish. So like any other woodland creature. By having animals have human traits, she's insinuating that there's nothing special about humans, and we should be giving thanks to nothing. And on top of that, be excited about the piss-poor times ahead. Hey, I didn't write the book. I'm not a dumb atheist. Anne's work altogether was plain odd, going from normal animal actions 
to giving them human characteristics was a strange progression. And giving thanks for cold weather the whole book was more than weird too. None of this seemed to fit in with Thanksgiving traditions. It almost felt like Anne was trying to distort the reader's view of Thanksgiving. As for David's pictures, he gives his pictures a soft, sort of bedtime feel. But then, for whatever reason, he seems to be compelled to get graphic in this book and in If Animals Kissed Goodnight. Needless to say, it doesn't fit in at all. Honestly, this book was a bad sequel of If Animals Kissed Goodnight, and that was highly mediocre. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.7. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and maybe forcing a bite, because judging by this book, it's going to be a long winter. This goose is cooked. Thanksgiving week edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.